The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. In being the first step, some people might be in a hurry to get to the higher steps or more advanced steps. But I think of the familiarity with the breathing is to be the fundamental step, the foundation step for all of it, and the one that is uh, operating all along. It is not that we get familiar with it and then let go of it, you know, we've done that. But uh, we're continually becoming familiar with our breathing. It's kind of, it's a thread that goes through all these steps. Just, Just stay with the breath, being familiar with the breath, experiencing, getting to know it more and more. So, with that in mind, uh, take an alert (coughs) meditation posture. And gently close your eyes. So then maybe, um, let's, uh, uh, before you go any further, let's check in for a moment. They just started the blowers. And are we happy to keep doing this with the blowers uh, blowing? Or should we um, just take a little break and do something different and when they stop we can go back to meditation? What do you think? Okay, do something different for a bit? Taking a little break from meditate, meditating, trying to listen to me over that. Yeah. I wonder if it's on. Is it on now? Yeah, now yeah, it's okay. It's very low. That's on, right? Still a little bit louder? Let's see. Okay, so that's, I can hear myself now. That's, that's good to me. Is that good for you? We're, you can't hear because of the blower? So I think it's on. So let's see, a little bit louder then? Let's l- louder, let's see, louder, louder. So you can hear me now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So what I had in mind, I know some of you said, yes, meditate. And uh, some of you said, let's take a break and we'll pick up the meditation when the blower stops. So um, what I said was that an important part of this is to becoming familiar with your breathing. And part of familiarity with the breathing is a very simple, matter-of-fact familiarity with breathing. Just getting to know it as it is and all the different ways it can be. And um, without judgment, without trying to fix it, it just especially without judgment, you know, oh, this is wrong, it's bad, I'm, you know, I should be breathing, I'm in California, I'm supposed to be breathing differently. Um, and um, so what I, th- I thought it might be nice to do, just for a f- few minutes, is if you would actually uh, pair up with someone and, uh, and just kind of in a most simple, matter-of-fact way, share with someone 
little bit about uh, what you have learned, what you have noticed about your breath in the times you've been familiar with it. And can you share what, you, you know, just, just how your breathing is, what you know about your breathing in the most simple, straightforward, kind of like field notes. So this is what your experience is. And see if you can manage to do that without evaluation, without something that's judging it or, make sense? If you don't want to do this, you can sit and meditate, like Liz or someone. And <laughs> that's fine. But, um, but that's what I suggest that uh, we spend these few minutes with doing. So if you, if you don't mind pairing up with someone and just have a, a conversation back and forth and, and try to make sure you both um, speak equally. Sounds like that got the job done. <laughs> so hopefully that was nice to kind of have that kind of conversation. It's not that often you can have a conversation about what your experience of breathing is like with someone. And uh, maybe it was interesting for you to hear yourself uh, talk about it. So now with that as a foundation, as the background, maybe now we can actually do it in the real time here. So now take an upright, alert meditation posture. And then gently close your eyes. And you might take a couple of minutes first just to check in with yourself, how you are after the energy of the com- energy of that conversation, how you are here today. And then what is your breathing like right now? How is it for your body to be breathing? Spend a few minutes here exploring the different aspects of breathing. Different aspects of how breathing occurs in the body. Different parts of your body move in different ways as you breathe.
Where are the biggest movements in your body as you breathe? What are some of the subtle movements in the body as you breathe? How much effort is your body exerting in order to breathe? How is the experience of breathing in a different physical experience than that of breathing out? How comfortable or uncomfortable is your experience of breathing? What part of the cycle of breathing in and out is the most comfortable or pleasant? And what part of the cycle is most uncomfortable or unpleasant?
and your breathing. Do you exert more effort in breathing in or more effort when you're breathing out? Which part of the cycle of breathing requires more effort and which requires less?
And as you explore your breathing, notice in particular that part of the cycle, breathing in and breathing out, which occurs most effortlessly. That part of the cycle that just seems to happen on its own. No intention on your part, no willfulness on your part. For some people it might be the exhale or part of the exhale. It might be the beginning of the inhale, the very beginning sometimes. Or it could be the natural pause between in-breath and out-breath. There's no effort there, it just is. See if you can find what part this feels effortless or as close to effortless as possible content that it might be just a, sp a split moment, a very short time. Notice anything that's effortless with your breathing. And if you're able to be aware of part of the breathing that's effortless, can you expand that sense of effortlessness with breathing? See if you can get out of the way of breathing and see if you just let the body breathe itself. Trust, relax, 
settle into your body. Or step away from it all, so you're not so involved in a controlling way or doing way. And you might not be able to do it, to give up control or effort entirely. See if you can allow more of the cycle of breathing. Just be effortless. Maybe relax as you exhale, soften. And as you inhale, allow for the inhale to arise. In looking for that part of breathing which is effortless, part of the art is to not try too hard to see it. 
but look for the effortless quality of, of attention, of awareness. If the awareness is open to breathing, the experience of breathing will arise in awareness without any effort. Rather than making effort to be with the breathing, make effort to keep the awareness open to the breath, receptive. What do you have to let go of so you can be with breathing? Appreciating whatever is effortless in breathing. If there is effort involved in breathing, self-conscious effort, that's okay too. Just notice that. But highlight the effortless that's there. Could be as simple as noticing how the back rib cage moves effortlessly, unselfconsciously, without any intention on your part. And every time you breathe, the back rib cage moves slightly.
if the mind wanders off in thought. See if you can let go of that. And come back to exploring that which is effortless in breathing. And letting that which is effort just be there. But notice that what is effortless. Maybe the shoulders move slightly as you breathe. There's no effort to control the shoulders or do anything. Even where there's effort in breathing, some of the sensations that thereby occur, those sensations occur or appear in a kind of effortless way. And with breathing, some of them occur briefly and then they fade away. In the cycle of breathing, different sensations come into play. Some of them you're not planning for or making them occur. They just appear effortlessly. Notice that spontaneous arising of sensations and their disappearance. And in the last couple of minutes of this sitting, see if there's any lessons for you that come from noticing the effortless quality of breathing. If 
or even if there are no effortless aspects of breathing, what do you learn about yourself by looking for that? What lessons do you get from this exercise we did today, just now? And then to end this sitting, you can take a few deep breaths. And when you're ready, open your eyes. So there could, might be many different lessons to be had from noticing what's effortless in breathing. One lesson is that there's nothing effortless. There's, I'm always controlling it, always fixing it, trying to make it, working it. Or it might be a lesson that there's a very interesting part of breathing, some particular part of the cycle that you just can't leave alone, that there you get involved somehow, you get pulled in or react to it. This means a wide range of lessons that might learn about yourself in this process. So would anybody like to share, if there was any lesson, what they learned about themselves or what they learned from this? And if you could say your name before you start, that would help us all kind of feel connected. I'm Sally. Um, so, um, for a long time, I've noticed a certain tension at a certain point in the in-breath, usually when it starts to enter the chest area. So I just, and otherwise there's freedom. Um, so I just kept watching that, and after a while it just disappeared. I don't know what happened. Mm, nice. I do that. Uh, often when I sit down, especially if I have a full day or something, there'll be some tension or holding someplace in my breath, often in the chest, often on the top of the in-breath, I feel a little bit held in. 
And I just sit, sit and be content with it and watch it. And, um, and, I, and I seldom see it go away, but at some point I notice it's gone. So thank you. I'm Trudy, and I feel like I'm falling in love with the breath. Mm. And when I fall in love, each day I notice something different about the person. Uh -huh. And that's how I'm feeling about mm. the breath. Mm. That each time we, uh, each time we do a meditation, guided meditation particularly, um, I notice a little effort or a little lack of effort or some little point that I didn't notice before. Mm. That's very nice. Nice. And the thing about falling in love, if you go far enough in falling in love, after a while it becomes a committed relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 then, and then you stay with it, you know, even when, even when it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> I was having a hard time when I tried to completely let go and to not control my breath I realized that um, I just cannot empty my lungs if I don't push and I really try to relax and to just say, okay, it's okay. But what happens is my lungs don't get hem emptied and then I breathe more. And then there is, I get to a point where I'm suffocating because I can't get any more air in because mm. it's full. Um, and it was, uh, I tried several, many, many times, just no way for me to not control my out breath to empty my my lungs, but then I I relaxed on it, uh, relaxed about it, and I remember I, I I had gone to you know I get like electrodes everywhere, and I could see my breathing like for an illness I had, and I do remember that there was something about my out breath, and that I I I had to really make an effort to kind of calm myself and kind of get to a, a good position. But once, once I was okay with that, then it became an incredible act of self-care. Mm. Like it wasn't, there wasn't anything wrong with not being able to empty, empty my lungs without effort. Uh -huh. The fact that I was helping myself breathe was kind of holding hands and mm. it just was beautiful. Nice. And then, and the, uh, that's for the exhale. What about, is he, was the inhale more effortless? Yeah, the inhale is, is effortless to start with. The end of the in inhale is, is a little more difficult, mm -hmm. but I could still let that part, mm -hmm. and I, I got enough inhale. It's mm -hmm. really the exhale that I just cannot empty my mm -hmm. lungs. Great, great. great, great lesson. Thank you for saying that. I'm Henrika. I have the other. I have it the other way around. I noticed um, in breath is a little more difficult. There is like this hesitancy. There is like a subtle resistance to take the. In, I don't know. Take the in breath, 
and I'd like to stay long without breath because it's pleasant. Mm -hmm. um, and that it's, it kind of like reflects my attitude in life. Facing life is scary sometimes. And, but uh, walking away is better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I, I have to make myself, so to speak. I have to go through initial resistance uh -huh. to breathe in. Uh -huh. It seems like, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like in life, I have to go through, talk myself to do things, uh -huh. essentially. Mm. Um, and then it's easier. And I notice also that when emotions and thoughts come in, yeah. it messes up with breathing, essentially. Yes. It does messes up with breathing. So it kind of, I lose the balance, and I have to start controlling the breath to let go of emotions and, and, and thoughts to get the balance. Oh, okay. That's, that's what I noticed. And do you think that um, you resist breathing in when you're sleeping? No. <laughs> so yeah. I wonder what I wonder what kind of trust w was needed so that you can let the in breath happen by itself. Trust, definitely some level of trust. Yeah. Yeah. So you might you might explore a little bit and consider right. what kind of trust or how yeah. would you trust so that the in-breath can just happen on its own, no resistance. Just faith that it'll be okay, I guess. For example, yes, yeah. absolutely. And that happens. And, and the track record, yeah. the record is really good. Yeah, <laughs> has been, yeah, so far. <laughs> 62 years, you know. <laughs> Great, thank you. Yeah, thank you. So behind you. Hi, I'm Kim. And one thing I really became aware of in this sitting was just how much my breath changed and was changing yeah. through it. So every time there was one point where it was very, very, very um, subtle breathing, like barely breathing at all. Uh -huh. And then uh, when I started to formulate a thought about that, uh, it had already now changed. <laughs> and I, I think the connection uh, was that as I was creating an observation with words about the breath, that my breath actually started to yeah. create more energy to be able yeah. to feed have those that. have those thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Say, uh, yes. Some experiments you you destroy the experiment when you you know when you get too involved with it. When you look at it too much or analyze it. Okay, someone else over on this side. Yeah. Um, I discovered that when the focus, I think you, you uh, suggested that we focus on the awareness. And when I focused on the awareness, that was great. I really became, my breath, my breathing became effortless. Mm. Nice, nice. Liz. Um, I was sort of surprised by something. I had always uh, assumed a connection between uh, what was happening bodily or muscles and the breathing. But this time, the breath felt 
completely effortless, even though there was tension in the jaw at one point, tension in the eyes, it seemed independent of it. Mm. And over time, it just, uh, the muscular tension didn't seem to be affected by it, so I was kind of curious about that. Nice. Thank you. Anybody in the middle of the room? I was trying to uh, be aware of what was most relaxed in the breath. I was noticing that the transition between the inhale to the exhale was very relaxed. And it felt like a real subtle transition. But then the, then the opposite, the bottom part, felt very relaxed too. But it was more of a, a release, a pull. And uh, as I was just going between the two, I noticed I liked the, the pull better than the, uh, the exhale. It was, it was a, a pulling down. To breathe in. Energy. Uh -huh. And uh, it felt like there was a better center lower mm. and uh, I like that <laughs> great nice nice thank you so then one, one more question for you all about this is um, so those of you who made your little reports thank you it was great um, it seemed like you were pretty paying pretty careful attention to the breath maybe more than you normally do what was it like to uh, have this kind of exploration, have this kind of focus of attention on the breath. So independent of what you discovered about the effortlessness or effort, what was it like to be attentive in this way, to explore this way? Um, my name is Anne. Um, it was very calming. Um, and sometimes, um, I don't know how often, I get a, a movement in my heart where it goes pitter-patter, which is non-medical significance. So I was hoping that would happen, and then I could explore that in conjunction with the breathing. Um, but it didn't happen, so I had to let that go. But um, just felt really calming. Mm, nice. Thank you. I'm Sally. Um, I guess what was different, I, I'm used to exploring my breath, but I've never asked that question about where's the effort. And so, and I had, because I've long been aware of this sort of uh, thickness when the breath reaches my chest, but I've never thought of it as effort. There was something about using that language of where's the effort that finally I think allowed it to release. Mm -hmm. Great. 
Nice. Um, I'm Marilyn, and um, just when you asked that question, <laughs> I realized that what it was like for me was I, I just wasn't doing it, <laughs> and I was avoiding <laughs> it, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, why was I doing it? But I, I think it just, when I was meditating, it felt so nice, <laughs> and I didn't want to ruin it. Oh, you had a nice meditation, so you didn't do the exercise I gave? I kept, you know, you would talk, and then I'd be like, oh, darn, I'm supposed to be following the breath. And but you were having a good time. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice, nice. But, but then as soon as you yeah. stop talking, I would... Yeah, why mess with a good thing? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable. So, um, okay. Um, so... Um, so even when this is this kind of exercise is difficult, or you even any any difficulty in meditation, no matter what it is, in a certain kind of funny way, should be welcomed, because it's just more information. It's more something to understand. It means that something needs to be something needs attention, something needs exploring, something needs something needs understanding, something needs our compassion. So don't feel that uh, you know if some of these exercises that I do here somehow. In a conventional sense, you say, "Oh, that didn't work for me." Um, it, 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 you don't need to think that way. It's just, oh, it, it means that oh, di- you didn't do it the way that you know was set up to be done. But maybe by trying to do it, you discover something different about yourself. You discover what, why it's difficult, for example. So just be relaxed. It's all good. It's all good. So let's take a another. Sh- uh, uh, break, um, I think a silent break, because I'd like to do one more meditation before we stop for lunch. So we'll come back here at, I don't know if we can do it in 10 minutes, but come back here, let's do it, the ten, come back at 10 to 12, and then we'll do, um, uh, the latest we'll stop for lunch is 12.30. So, but if some of you need to be fortified uh, for this last little bit, you can just, t- just take a couple of bites, don't take a lot, just, just enough to kind of give you 45 minutes more. <laughs> 